Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector. And we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and boy, Robin, we've got a great show today. I love when Dr. Suzanne Phillips comes on. Oh, I do, too, because I love, she is so direct. (laughs) She just (laughs) puts things right where they need to be, and there's, you just get it. You just get it, and I love it. Well, and today's topic is so cool. It's like the differences between men and women, which, you know, I had brothers and, you know, had a dad, obviously, and a husband, an ex-husband, but I always find that I learn something new every time we have Dr. Suzanne Phillips on, and she's going to talk about everything from, you know, differences between boys and girls when they're little all the way on through adulthood. It's, it's really cool. It is cool, and I got to say, we do a lot of this uh, kind of research in Girl Scouting because we're always wanting to make sure that we have that understanding, that balance for for girls to be able to uh, have that self-esteem and have that confidence rather than um, sort of being, I don't want to say overwhelmed, but succumbing to the social um, pressures that, that might be out there. And when girls and boys develop, they develop differently. But that doesn't mean that one is going to override the other. One just needs to be more uh, in conjunction with the other. Absolutely. You know, I was at a birthday party this weekend um, for a little girl, and it was really fun for me because we don't go to a whole lot of little girl parties. Having two boys, <laughs> you know, there's just not a lot of those in the lineup. And it was so much fun. You know, it was ear splitting. I got to tell you, little girl parties are, you know, boy parties, you got to worry about them hitting each other. But the girl parties were shrill. I mean, they were like, oh, look, it's a Barbie. Oh, look, it's Hello Kitty. Oh, you know. By the end of the hour, I was like, oh, my God, I needed to put earplugs in, you know, because I wasn't and I wasn't used to the high pitch um, screaming. But it was really funny, uh, Rob, because there was this little baby there. I call him happy baby because, you know, for the year and a half I've known this baby, he's just always smiling and he's got twin older brothers to keep him entertained. And he's, you know, maybe I don't know, he's just starting to walk. So he's probably around a year, just about a year old. And yeah, there was this mermaid Barbie and the girls were pulling her fist. And, you know, stroking her hair. And, you know, I watched this little guy crawl across the floor. He's making a beeline for that sparkly mermaid Barbie. Yeah. And he picked it up and he started pounding her head on the table. He's like, whack, whack, whack. (laughs) And I'm like, there you have it. Right there. Just, we are so different. You know, the girls are petting the head and they just take it. He's like, bam, bam, bam. You know, and it was perfect from what I understand having brothers. 
Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it, I think whether it be our approach to uh, analytic, something that's analytical, whether it be a, a difference in communication, there is a difference. And like I say, just understanding the other side of the coin really makes the whole process a whole lot easier. I can't wait to talk to her. Me too. Me too. And we got some cool news coming uh, uh, that came through the internet this week, uh, care of Military Mom Talk Radio. Mm, from uh, Gordon Sumner, is you want to, should I share that? Yeah, now? sure. Oh, cool. Well, we got this information uh, from Veterans Moving Forward. It's a fundraiser that they have coming up on November 11th, Veterans Day. It's going to be at the Hotel Monaco in Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia. And let me read what he included here. He wanted us to share with all of our listeners of this fundraiser. Their nonprofit continues to provide trained and certified therapy and comfort dogs to veterans dealing with physical and or mental challenges and this event on Veterans Day will have General Pete Chiarelli USA retired as their guest speaker. He served as the 32nd Vice Chief of Staff in Army before his retirement in January 2012 and in addition to the reception dinner they are having a silent auction. Those are always so much fun. Um, The auction will have great items to bid on including some sports memorabilia, dinner certificates and some um, weekend getaway packages. Now the tickets are $150 per person with sponsorship of a table uh, or excuse me if you want to sponsor a table it's 10 t- uh, seats for $1,500 and if you have other ways uh, that you would like to support um, the veterans moving forward you should go to their website because first of all you got to go to their website and look at that puppy. That puppy on the front uh, <laughs> <laughs> banner is just just as precious as can be. Their their website is vetsfwd.org and that's V-E-T-S as and then it's uh, Foxtrot Whiskey Delta.org. Or um, and then go to events if you are interested, if you happen to be near the Alexandria, Virginia area, uh, go under events and you'll be able to find all of the information on Veterans Moving Forward's Veterans Day event fundraiser. It's sounds really fun i wish i was closer it does sound really fun um and i'd love to bring up uh you know some fun things going on on operation gratitude because you know this is our high gear season and Mm -hmm. um Operation Gratitude, for those of you guys who don't know Operation Gratitude, they send care packages to our troops, and they are at, to date, 981,733 care packages sent. So we are on a march to a million, uh, which we will hit a million uh, by December, I think. I forget what the date is. We're going to send the millions package. Um, but for those of you who want to get involved, there's a couple different ways you can. We are putting our most urgent need out for personal letters uh, and those will go to deployed troops veterans and wounded warriors and this is something rob you know you can really you don't have to spend a lot of money just 
Right, right. letter it can be handwritten it can be typewritten uh we're having in our town the boy scouts and the girl scouts are making uh personal letters and uh what we're doing is we're just taking a piece of paper and we're printing out very simple across the top you know boy scout troop number xyz or girl scout troop and you know we support you and you know happy holidays on the bottom and then we have the kids draw pictures if they're little they write mm-hmm. notes or stories if they're old it's really really fun people can do it in the classroom you can do it with the groups and organizations you're part of they're also asking for if you're part of a knitting group some handmade scarves or a sewing group and the one thing that they added this year that i think is really cool they're asking for those paracord bracelets you know those little like yeah those are really hot yeah yeah, and they're fun and they're inexpensive to make. You know, it's like a lot of us. I mean, I bet you I could go through my drawers and make 10 of them because between all the odds and ends I have there. <laughs> they Have you made any yet? They really look pretty fun to do. They are. I'm, you know, I am not someone, you know, I, I cut myself knitting. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> just, I'm not a good crafter, but I'm a good collector. I'm a good motivator. I will go to groups and speak on behalf of all these great groups that are doing things. But yeah, any necklace I've made is busted apart. I tried to make a rosary and I counted the beads wrong and I was like, oh, forget it. This is not restful. <laughs> well, I'm sure that there's uh, a lot, there's a lot of people who could do those or anything. I mean, there are so many things. And I think at Operation Gratitude's website, you can find a little list if you're so inclined. A note is what we're asking for. But um, if you're so inclined for other contributions, they certainly are there. So it doesn't matter where you are in the country. Mm-hmm. That's right. They have Halloween candy, you know, and I've been there. People ship their Halloween candy from all over the country. They're looking for, you know, beanie babies, webkins, trolls, little things, girls and Boy Scout, you know, Girl Scout cookies or Boy Scout popcorn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what What the troops really dig, and I will tell you this from, from being involved in OpGrat and meeting, you know, so many people through my Toys for Tots events, you know, they really dig. I mean, they like the candy and they like the, you know, packaged stuff, but sometimes these you know guys will come back and they will have like folded up in their helmet or folded up in their jacket you know something some little kid wrote to them that is just hilarious you know they're because kids are funny you know and yeah you know one that I saw was a little girl who was like you know she was talking all about her Barbie it was like a Barbie dream house or something but it wasn't a dream house and she really wanted this Barbie Corvette and she wanted to know do they play with Barbie Corvettes over you know in Iraq and I just you know well we're fighting a war we got our Barbie Corvette and you know they're just fun I mean it's like you know and this this guy or this girl had carried this thing around with her for like seven months and she's like every time I felt down every time I felt you know like I couldn't do it any longer she's like I pulled this out and thought this is why I'm here yes isn't that so true um and how precious that is I just think that that's wonderful (laughs) yeah what a laugh you know yeah, yeah. But it's true how much this means to and, and anybody who is deployed or has a loved one over. Um, yeah, th- those those little touches of home might be the only contact they have in quite a while. So it really does make a difference. And it doesn't take much for us to put a little something together and just be able to send it on over. Operation Gratitude dot 
org, right? Is that correct or is it Opgrat? It's operationgratitude.com.org. You can go to Opgrat. And it's also, and I, you know, I've said this for years on the radio, but it's worth repeating. It's a great way to recycle your kids' artwork. Stuff yeah, they've absolutely. worked on at school, you know, can be retrofitted very easily into a little card just with a little handwritten note attached to it, or even just the picture. It's so much, it's just a great way to recycle. It sure is. And it also gives somebody a, a little peep of something happening in another part of, of town, you know, or yeah. another part of the country. I think that that's wonderful. We've got a break coming up, San, um, already. And uh, we want everyone to stay tuned. We have Dr. Suzanne Phillips coming after the break. Um, she is a licensed psychologist, psychoanalyst, diplomat in group psychology, certified group therapist, and a fellow in the American Group Psychotherapy Association. Among her other talents, she's also a radio show host as well for Psych Up um, on the Kosovo radio station. So we'll hear a lot more about that and Suzanne when we come back after these messages here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose and all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? Well, pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. 
covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And for those of you that were wondering, Operation Gratitude is operationgratitude.com or .net, just like it sounds. Now, we have a great guest coming up. We have Dr. Suzanne Phillips. She is a repeat uh, guest on our show because she knows how to talk to military families. She knows how to explain things so Robin and I can understand them. Well, that's hard. Sometimes we have guests on that it talks right over my head, and I'm like, oh, I don't have a clue what they just said. But, uh, you know, Dr. Suzanne is not like that. Uh, I'd like her to take a minute, Rob, and introduce herself and talk a little bit about her background before we dig into the differences between men and women. I think that's great. Suzanne, welcome. Well, thanks for having me, ladies. Good to be back. It's wonderful having you. We love having you here. Sandra wants uh, you to give us a little bit of an intro as far as uh, where, what has brought you to this point in your life? Where, where has your journey been? Well, um, I've been a psychologist for over 30 years, a group therapist for the same. I've been teaching um, doctoral students for 20 years, and I have certain passions, and one of them is uniform services, um, firemen, police, and our military. Um, I actually think that um, these are folks who really um, step out there for all of us. And so one of the themes actually across the board for me is translating anything the professionals have come to understand theoretically into language, skills, and understanding that people can take home with them. And so Mm -hmm. it's why I love being on the show. And it's really the basis of much of the blogs that I write, uh, the other radio shows that I do, and um, the many workshops that I do. So I was excited today with the idea of passing on and really kind of airing with both of you um, the gender divide, the differences between men and women from day one, mainly because when we look at our military now, um, we really have more women than we ever had. We have lots Mm -hmm. of flexible roles. I know military women and dads home keeping the home fires burning, and they're the person deployed. We have moms and dads of military folks who, I mean, how does dad react now that daughter's a helicopter pilot? And how does mom react? Does she act differently when the email comes in? So when I thought about it, I thought, you know, some of these differences might really inform us rather than lock us into stereotypes. True. It's very true. There are differences, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be a separation. I think understanding um, sort of, first of all, developmentally when we're looking at our children and then as adults for communication. So maybe we should start first with looking at children. And I think when we watch infants and toddlers develop, we do see a difference in boys and girls. And we, uh, I mean, it's so easy to have a boy first and then say, 
they have a girl and say, gee, she's doing this at a different time or she, my son did this first. What are some of the initial differences that we might see uh, right from day one? Well, um, Marion Legato, she's the person who wrote the, it's a great title, the book, Why Men Re Never Remember and Women Never Forget. She's a, a real um, gender, she's a gender medicine specialist. And what she is really allowing us to see now is the things we observed actually really reflect neurochemistry and wiring that makes the tiniest little guy and the tiniest little girl different. She said to me, because I just have a new, brand new baby uh, girl granddaughter, and I've had oh, all congratulations. sons. congratulations. Oh, Yeah, gosh. it's been good, really it's been great fun, but you know, she's, she's different. I can see. And what, what I know already I've been informed is that girls start out uh, sort of six weeks ahead of their male counterparts because it seems that, you know, the girl infant, much like um, the right after conception, the developing fetus, actually Females are stronger, which is why in a culture that's under a lot of stress, we tend to have more females born than males. Now, do men Isn't catch up? Yes. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting when you think about miscarriages, etc. The girls outlive the boys. Um, she said wow. one neonatologist told her that whenever they get the call that, uh-oh, there's a real problem, that neonatologist says, oh, let's hope it's a girl because the chances oh. of survival are greater. That yeah. being said, from the, from the time they're little, girls really are ahead verbally and boys are ahead spatially. So when I would go visit the um, pre-K and the little girls were sitting and talking and coloring and my little guys were throwing blocks and running, and it was a real difference. Um, yeah. And yeah. in some ways, some of those differences are going to continue. One of the, and some of the things, I, I mean, I really think when we think of young people going into the military, this makes a difference, and that is if you've been through the teen years with girls and boys, yep. you know that female girl, female teens, everything's a drama, everything is verbalized, everything, that every thought and feeling is uttered to everyone. <laughs> I felt like I was living with CIA agents because I had boys and their friends were CIA agents also. I was on a need-to-know basis, and that's the way it was. Yep. And, you know, if they were upset about something, I would try to read between the lines, but the chances of them really sharing, usually in the car. And, in fact, it would be interesting when they did share if it was uh, an emotional problem or mm -hmm. a physical, I was it. If it was school-related, team-related, college-related, it was dad or it was a coach or it was someone else. Yep, so yep. So one you of know, the things I used that... I was just going to say, Suzanne, what I used to do with my kids is that I would intentionally go the long way home or quote unquote get lost at, because and take a yes. wrong turn just so that we had that extra 20 minutes in the car and we would have the most wonderful conversations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When they're a captured audience, you got a shot. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you can't imagine how, how many people say that too. It's funny when you talk about driving. Now this is an interesting study and I, I when, 
They gave men and women a maze to negotiate. Now, both successfully did it, but mm-hmm. men tended to use Euclidean kind of north-south kind of directionality. Women mm-hmm. tended to use landmarks. Mm-hmm. And now I think, I mean, one of my daughter-in-laws, she's never lost and she's probably the best driver I've ever seen. That being said, there's always, you know, outliers. But I am always lost and I'm always using landmarks. So if they change the fence, in a certain yeah. place, there's a good chance I'm not getting there. <laughs> or if you live so, in Vermont, and I say this with love because my daughter lives there, they'll say, oh, where, where John Smith used to live 20 years ago, right. you turn right. It's <laughs> a Vermont joke. It's so true. <laughs> it's true. So it's, it's interesting also that I did one blog about this that, I'm actually the person who taught my sons to drive because I'm Mm -hmm. more patient. Now, that being said, they drive nothing like me. (laughs) They drive like their dad, their uncles. They don't drive. I'm the only one who stays within the speed limit as far as I'm concerned. But they drive differently. They just, I think one of the things that I guess I want to share, and we can apply it really to our military families, is that very often the clash the clash when people come home from deployment, the clash of the parents who are arguing about whether or not they should be nervous because they didn't get an email, moms tending to verbalize it constantly, dads saying, please stop talking about it, he's trained, please let it go. The clash is often not the issue. The clash is often the gender difference. And I think even though we'll all kind of lightly say, yeah, men are different, women are different, when you actually understand the differences, particularly we're going to talk about in stress reduction and in handling stress, maybe it will inform us to understand why he tends to talk less and you can't stop talking if you're female and how Mm -hmm. we moderate that. It's interesting. Uh, we're we're going to be in about two minutes coming up to a break. Um, I do know so many times when I have taught in school how you almost have to say things two different ways when you're delivering a new concept because you're going to have some kids that are going to understand it one way because they're more auditory and then you're going to need the tactile samples and and getting a little more physical in your expressions because you're going to have those that that learn in a different way but you're right in that um, so many times it's the boys who just need the facts and the girls need the details <laughs> and Absolutely. it's it's really really fun to to kind of uh, be able to step through that and and you do almost have to be a negotiator sometimes because all of a sudden you they both could be saying the very same thing and I and I think we're going to talk a little bit more about this because you could be saying the exact same thing but because you're expressing them differently it sounds like there's a contradiction, which really it, there is not. Um, one Correct. of the things that I do want to bring up on the other side of the break, Suzanne, is um, not only how we um, in gender differences can communicate more, but how this can sort of help us uh, 
be more empowering to girls and to boys as they're growing up because understanding those differences can only help us encourage and in, encourage their self-esteem, empower them. Um, I know we've done a lot of studies, as I was saying in the first segment with the Girl Scouts, as far as how to help girls be uh, more, have more self-esteem to challenge themselves in the STEM industries. Mm-hmm. We're talking mm-hmm. today with Dr. Suzanne uh, Phillips, and we will be back on Military Mom Talk Radio in just a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network as Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their stories of struggle, glory, tragedy, and triumph, revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts use to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day with the Gold Medal Success Show each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get ready to have some fun with some brand new insights from science. Join us for the radio show of scientist Oe Nandi. Born of Indian and Swiss parents, this linguist and biologist authored the book Human Language Evolution and will tell you the story of human history, why it began in Africa, and why there arose blonde people, how America was populated. And we'll be answering some much more similar thrilling questions. Scientist Oe Nandi is here to simplify the complex and to give us insight into our history and maybe even share one of his poems from one of two publications. Join us every Wednesday at 12 noon central on TogiNet Radio for an insightful show with host, scientist, and poet Oe Nandi. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Welcome back, everyone. This is Robin Boyd with you today on Military Mom Talk Radio, along with Sandra Beck. We are here chatting today with Dr. Suzanne Phillips. She has worked and published and presented nationally and internationally on trauma, couples, uniformed services, bereavement, relationship addiction, and her radio show, Psych Up, on the Kosovo radio station. Now, is that, am I saying that correctly, Suzanne? Is it Kosovo or Kosovo? Okay, I'm so sorry. That's okay. Thank you for mentioning it. And it's a Z, C O S O Z O, correct? That's correct. Mm -hmm. That's great. And they can find that on the internet just as we are finding Togan. Yep. If if you Google Psych Up Suzanne Phillips Casozo Radio, you will see Mm -hmm. the preview show, the first show. Um, We've got some interesting guests. we just did Could My Child Be Depressed? Um, tomorrow night we will do A Tired Woman's Guide to Passionate Sex. So we are trying to think of everything possible that people would like to talk about from a psychological perspective. That's exciting. That's wonderful. This, are, are you new to this station or have you been a part of this station before? So we can find more I've been from a co-host for six months. I was oh, a co-host with, um, on Boomer Rock with Tom Matt for six months. Um, oh, wow. And, in fact, I want at some point to really do a show on the military, so I'll be knocking on your door, ladies. That's exciting. We would love to share some of the mm-hmm. things that people yeah. have, have come to us with because so many times we'll get um, an email or we'll get a, a letter and it will say, you know, we haven't, uh, we're not sure about this or we are struggling with that. And that's how we come up with some of these, these questions because they're mm-hmm. coming right from the source and, and we love listening to our, our listeners' questions. Before the break, we started talking a little bit about not only child development, but the child's progression and how the differences between boys and girls come up. Um, And I think one of the things that is important for parents um, and whether it's a military family or or any any family is how we can encourage and create a, a very nurturing and uh, environment for our children so that they feel confident, so that they feel empowered, that they feel um, that they are able to set a goal and achieve it without uh, failure. Um, and and I think one of the things is that boys are going to interpret things and ch- take challenges differently than girls. Where does our conversations with the girls and the boys differ? on these kinds of empowerment well, issues? Well, I think the uh, what you're talking about is attunement. And what we understand psychologically is that when someone feels someone gets them and accepts really the way in which they are, whether it's a kid who's extremely gifted in art or a kid who's a wonderful athlete, or a female who happens to be fabulous in math, no matter what the stereotypes say, and a male Mm -hmm. who writes beautiful poetry, and whatever it is, the belief is that when someone, A, is attuned to you and mirrors your excitement, it's what we say when the parents' eyes sparkle, when they see their, their youngster and then maybe, you know, their young adult, that's what gives children the confidence to weather the inevitable um, 
sort of obstacles in life. People will say, you know, we can't unrealistically tell a kid, you're going to the Olympics. Well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when we say they did, they did a study between telling a group of kids, you are really good learners, and another group, you're unbelievably smart. And when they gave them the first task, the ones who were told they were good learners, they were willing, when the task was over and they were corrected, to try it again. When they gave the test to the ones who were told, you're unbelievably smart and they got some wrong, they refused to take the next test. Very few of them were willing to go the next step. So it's not constant praise. It's affirmation for the steps. I mean, you you folks would probably tell me better, but I I know I did a military camp this summer and their daughter was in basic training. And they were very aware when the calls came in that they just kept saying, we hear you, it's not easy, you can do it, we're right Mm -hmm. here for you. And she, next time I spoke to them, they were going to the graduation, they were so excited. I think that that's true when it's a little one with a bike. We always say that there's going to be a few falls off that bike. If not, if there's no optimal frustration, a child doesn't develop an ego that could handle the imperfections of life. Because nobody gets every test right and every job they go for and every partner they want to date. So it's, it's about support for the journey without making them believe it's going to be a kind of win every step along the way. I would one almost the, say that... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say one of the, the most important things I would think would be opening the door for communication. And as long as they feel safe and able to communicate with you, that um, those kinds of things are going to somewhat fall into place. I guess one of the things that I was kind of wanting to lead into or at least uh, cover, we have so many programs right now on bullying. And I think having a child be able to feel the strength, the inner strength to be able to um, stand up or to be able to find a resource to help them through something difficult is only the beginning for open communication later on in life. Yeah, it's a great topic, and if and if your listeners are interested, just go to um, Psych Central Suzanne Phillips and my blog. My latest blog is um, dealing with cyberbullying, uh, online and dangerous. And exactly what you're saying is what one of the traps is to be harassed in cyberspace alone and to not feel there's anybody you can talk with. And that's where we really want to help not just the child who's the victim, but we want to help both the parent and the bystander. The bystander who knows their friend is being victimized, those are the children we often want to empower to say to their friend, come with me, we'll go to the counselor. We need Mm -hmm. the parents to know that if their child isn't the one being victimized but their child's friend is, we need that parent to help support their child to be the good friend. So you're absolutely right in terms of knowing there's an alliance and there's someone who will listen. Now here's where we get into the male-female difference because girls will immediately talk. They are often, in fact, sometimes they're the culprit. 
in terms of verbal bullying and cyberbullying. But we know that boys are often less likely. I mean, girls will take more suicide risks. Boys will complete the task tragically more because men and boys, they really seem to be wired to express less under, under stress. So we really want to be attuned and help them find a way to find the comrade, maintain the alliance. As parents, we're really going to hit a wall if we expect, as mothers, let's say, our boys are going to want to talk to us as much as we want to talk to them. It doesn't quite go that way, but if they know, as we sort of said, in the car, at night, in an email, they can get to us, I say to parents, if you hold nothing else important, hang on to that alliance. I want to give you a quick example that I want to share with people about stress and the difference with men and women. So when men and women hit a stress situation, let's suppose they're even arguing, or even you and your teenage son are arguing, there's a very good chance, well, we know that neurochemically, the cortisol level is kicked in for both, but the man drops within two hours. That is, he's ready to go out and be the warrior, the hunter again. Women mm. can stay for 24 hours, and women have a much keener memory for the back-and-forth verbal exchange of the argument, which is why in the sitcoms we laugh when it happens, when the couple's had the fight, and then they're in the car, and he's saying, what movie are we going to? And she's going, movie. Don't you think we have to talk about what we, what we just dealt with? And he's going... What are we talking about? What did we just go through? He's gone with it. He's done with it. And he's not done with it because he doesn't love her. He didn't listen. It's because neurochemically he literally is in a different place. So think about how many people clash because the woman's saying he won't talk things over. And he's saying, I don't talk things over because she doesn't stop. Or a teenage boy will say, my kids would say to me, ma, enough. And they knew, you know, I could go on forever. But that's a big difference. I think communication really is uh, an such an important thing for children to embrace early on so that as they grow and they have relationships whether it's an employer uh, employee relationship whether you're on a committee working to achieve a goal together whether you're in a relationship that needs to have better communication all all through our lives this is this is the crux of what's going to um, make us content and happy or what's going to be the bane of our frustrations and and I think it's so important we have a break another break our last break coming up Suzanne and on the other side of the break I think it would be great if we could talk a little bit about how to open up dialogues with our partners with our co-workers with whoever it is that we're trying to communicate with because sometimes when you do have that person that isn't hearing what you're saying or you're not saying it the way they need to hear it uh, maybe a couple of tips in that uh, line of thought would be helpful for us we're here today with dr suzanne phillips uh, she is an amazing lady and we're so grateful for the time she spends with us uh, you can hear her on the kosovo radio station as well as on her blog and on her website and we'll be sure to have her give us all of that information on the other side of the break when we are back here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Stay tuned. 
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready for smart health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D. This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays. on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon Eastern Standard Time on toginet.com. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help us out. Put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and our guest today is Dr. Suzanne Phillips. And for those of you that missed the first three quarters of the show, I invite you to check us out on iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. You can also go to the .com by our same name, MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com, and download over 175 hours of free military-family-friendly programming, or you can go to our host station, Toginet, which hails out of Texas and uh, find all of our episodes there as well as many other wonderful shows. Um, We're talking today with Dr. Suzanne Phillips about the difference between men and women, boys and girls, and uh, what came up last segment was the difference in communication. And I'm just going to throw something out there, guys, because I had both brothers and sisters and we were a raucous household and we were (laughs) a small household where I shared... I shared a room with both of my brothers at different points in my life and my sister, and we shared bathrooms. And I will tell you that there is 
something that happens for me, the middle child having, you know, older and younger of each, um, like my brothers used to say things like, oh, would you just shut up or, you know, just get to the point. And when they were dating, you know, we'd be getting ready to go out on a Friday night. We'd all be getting in our pickup truck. And my brothers would be like, she tells me too much. You know, I get so confused. I don't know what the point is. And then she asked me what I think. And I don't want to say anything because I sound stupid because I had no idea what she was saying. So I just sit there like a stump. (laughs) <laughs> okay so you know you're so right on in that okay. yeah go ahead no I was going to say you had asked let's, let's come up with some guidelines that might help break both genders but because we definitely communication is the bridge back and forth if there's no communication whether it's brother sister uh, boyfriend girlfriend mom or son uh, mom or daughter we don't have a relationship the communication is yeah. basic. It, it's it. But let's just go with your family is a good one. Um, it's worth knowing the men don't need the details. The women need the details. If you're picking out um, paint for the wall, don't bring home 100 chips. Narrow it down to three because he's going to go with the bottom line. It's a bottom line thing. And it's funny because as I've come to women who I know who are in the military, they get a bit more pragmatic, pragmatic too. But so when it comes to details, think about that one. But here's, a, here's some real ones that I think could cause a lot of pain unless we possibly can think of doing it differently. That is, don't expect other people to read your mind. Whether it's a male or female, to be able to say what I need when we go out, what I need in terms of not worrying about you is a time when you're going to come home or a phone number. What I need is just some privacy and a little time and space, and it really doesn't mean anything negative about you. So that is to watch someone try to read your mind and then fault them for not doing it right is a recipe for disaster. Mm. So is the other part of that package, which is to presume you know what everyone in the family is thinking. <laughs> I knew you would do this because of this. You assume that. I think you should this because that is when you presume to know what your children are thinking, what your partner is thinking, what your colleague at work is thinking. It's not only insulting, it fills the space with you and leaves no room for the person to fill in what they really were thinking. So that that's that's never a good move. The other thing I'm always saying to people, and I have to remind myself, is tone is really important in communication. Very often it's not the message, it's the delivery. That is, the way you say something really plays a big part in, um, you know, you're late, did did anything happen, is very different. So, oh, you're late, what's new? so that the manner in which you even say your yes or no. I say to people in a relationship, if you can't say no, there's never really a true yes. To be able to say, no, Ma, I wish I could help you, but I have the regions tomorrow, or no, not tonight, I really, you're very attracted to me, but i got to take a rain check, I'm so tired. That's what we call, Gottman calls that a soft landing. That's a no. If you are always saying yes, and it's not real, and it's compliance, and it's with resentment, there really is no freedom, and there's no real authenticity in the exchange between you and whoever we're talking about. The other thing that we all do is, 
If it's a question, ask it. But don't disguise criticism in a question like, so you're going to be late again tonight? Isn't that really a question? Mm-hmm. It's really, mm-hmm. I don't want you to be late. This is the same old, same old. They read the footnote so that if we want people to really listen to each other, the more authentic you can be about your own feelings and the better your delivery, the more likely the other is going to hear. That being said, one technique that often works between the genders is to actually divide up the time. We call it in couple work or family work, the five by five or 10 by 10, meaning, okay, I'm just going to say everything I'm feeling about this issue for five minutes. Take notes, just listen, and then we reverse it. It's amazing. It sort of seems hokey, but I guarantee you it startles people. When we've done it in large workshops, usually each person says, I really said what I wanted because I was not worried she was going to interrupt me. Or he will say, once I realized I had the five minutes, I didn't think I could talk for five minutes, but (laughs) when I could actually stop in between and think, I said more than I would ordinarily have said. So in terms of the gender divide, if you actually want to hear the other and you want to somehow not get hooked into the gender differences, make a plan to talk and actually come up with some ways to do it. I, the first thing I thought of when you said you're five by five is that how much more succinct we are when we know we have to present an elevator speech, for example, because we want to get <laughs> our point within a certain amount of time and not ramble. And by knowing that we have X amount of time to express our, our thoughts kind of gives you that, makes you a little more succinct, I would think. Another thing that's really interesting that has to do very much with our military couples is a study that showed that long-distance relationships often are more intimate than people who are with each other. And why? Because they have to use communication. And the most Mm -hmm. important, the salient points of it were this. If you share something about yourself and the other says, in some way, I hear you, there's an instant connection. If you share something about yourself and the other is affirming, like, oh, you know, you're really so good at that. I'm sorry that you're working in a department that really is so critical. Or I'm sorry the team didn't win today, but I know that you're a good football player. That is the sharing. It's never just talking. It's also how do you respond. And it's so interesting that we we can take this from our long-distance couples who often – The best way they're going to be intimate is how they share back and forth, we found. They shared more about themselves, they were more validating in their responses, and they were more affirming in their responses. Well, and I want to bring something up about validating um, Dr. Suzanne, because I think I have a unique perspective in having raised, you know, two little boys, have lived with my brothers and my dad, and my dad lives with me now, you know, who is in his 80s. You know, Mm. we kind of have like a testosterone overload over here. Um, And then (laughs) when I found... 
you know, with like, you know, being married, divorced, and then now I'm recycled and I'm, you know, dating a nice guy, that validation is everything, whether it's my, you know, six-year-old son, Zachy, who just came home with whatever, he just wants to know, he doesn't want me to fix it, he doesn't want me to do anything, he just wants me to know, he wants to know that I think he did a good job or that I'm there to support him, and it doesn't matter if it's my dad's 80-year-old hearing aid, you know, that he can't find, we find it. You know, I don't get mad at him. I do get frustrated inside, but I just validate him that, you know what, everybody loses things and that's what happens. You know, I might be inside going like, ah, you know, (laughs) really, it's like whether you're 44 or 80, I think in the communication, especially with men, they just want that little bit of validation and really they'll just go whistling on their way for the rest of the day. (laughs) You know, you're so right. There's a man who did a study. I love the story behind what men cheat, and in more than 58% of the cases, the man said, and we don't know the whole story, is I felt like no one was affirming me. Uh, This had nothing to do with sex. This had to do with feeling no one was validating me. Now, we don't know the specifics, but I think you're so on to it. I think whether women, men, but men who don't often share and little boys when you validate what you say to someone is, you're not alone. I'm not going to get in your space, but get you. And that, Sandy, whether, as you say, it's dad with the, you know, the hearing aid or the little guy, I do think it's a tremendous support connection with people who love you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Dr. I was going to say, Dr. Suzanne, we're just about at the close of the show, and there are so much more for people to learn from you. Where can we read more from you or find out more about where you are speaking? Okay. Um, in fact, just on the topic of cyberbullying and um as as you both know, all kinds of topics, you can read my blog if you Google. Healing Together, Psych Central, Dr. Suzanne Phillips, 200 blogs will pop up, and they're covered just about everything from senior citizens to um, pets, literally. Um, wow. the, the radio show is Psych Up with Dr. Suzanne Phillips on Casozo Radio. If you just Google Psych Up with Suzanne Phillips, you'll find my site right there. Many of the workshops that I've done, and many of them are geared to the military uniform services, they're all listed and information about them and articles on the book site. The book is Healing Together for Couples, A Couple's Guide to Dealing with Stress and Post-Traumatic Stress. And that site is www.couplesaftertrauma.com. I'm on Twitter at Healing Number 4 Couples. And you can find me on Facebook, Suzanne Phillips, psychologist. So You're I'm, amazing. I welcome <laughs> your connection. Oh, Dr. Suzanne, thanks for being with us. Suzanne Phillips, we'll find you in all of those places. And we invite everyone to come back with us next week. We'll have lots more for you here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.